Coco Show. It's chocolate, baby. Yeah, the, the Coco Show. It's about to go crazy. Run it, run it, run it. Yeah, yeah. I'ma say it how I want it. All the time. Grab the mic to speak so I can say what's on my mind. I'ma say it how I want it. All the time. Grab the mic to speak so I can say what's on my mind. I'ma say it how I want it. What's up, what's up? This is KDS here with the Coco Show Podcast. Back at it again. How we doing? How we living? How's everything going? Man, I'm here on this Sunday morning. Um, it's a rainy Sunday morning. Kind of rained all last night too. On and off rain here in the Berg. Uh, but I like the rain. I like the sound of it. I like, you know, the breeze that come from it. And I like the air after it's, you know, it's all said and done. Because there ain't no fresher air, in my opinion, you know, than after, than after it rains, you know. But um, I'm enjoying the weather. I feel like it's kind of put me in that headspace and mind space of, you know, wanting to be lazy a little bit and not do as much. Um, so I've got to push a little bit more on days like this, even though I enjoy them, to try to stay motivated and keep busy. And, you know, I say keep busy in the sense of getting things that I need to get done completed. So, <coughs> um, but what's good? Hey, I want to thank y'all, of course, as always, for listening, for streaming, for downloading, for checking us out, for your comments, your emails. Uh, we definitely greatly appreciate it. Um, Thank you to our team, Freedom K Radio, and always putting us on and streaming us twice a week. If you guys aren't familiar with the times and want to hear the show live on the platform, um, we stream Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. Um, so thank you to them. Uh, they help us reach millions with uh, what we've created, and I'm just grateful for them and all they do. John Hustleman Morrison doing his thing on his radio. Um, and also thank you to TK Kirkland and, you know, just him helping us out and being our executive producer and doing what you do. So thank you. And thank you to the fans, man. You know, I, I, like I said, I always appreciate you guys and I just don't ever want that to be forgotten or overlooked. So much appreciated. Um, I wanted to talk today, um, a little bit about, um, things that are are uncomfortable um there's a lot to be said about that and i'm semi-unprepared but it's okay because i feel like what i want to say about the subject kind of still hits at a point and you know i may have to make another part of this but 
well, we'll see where it comes, you know, or where it goes. Rephrase, sorry, where it goes. Um, you know, because, again, there's a lot to be said about it, but I know just in general, nobody wants to really choose an uncomfortable situation to be in. Like, no one outright wants to, you know, out the gate, fresh, you know, fresh on the scene, saying, oh, I want to pick the most uncomfortable thing to do today. Like, no one does that. Um, we always kind of gravitate towards what's safe, what we're familiar with, what we know to be true, what we know will pay out in the end. Um, if we, you know, some of us know the outcome, it's like, well, I want to, I know from start to finish what I'm going to get if I choose this. So I'm going to go this route versus the uncomfortable route. And um, sometimes just being in an uncomfortable place is you sit and steal. And it's crazy because it's like some of us can't even be still long enough to process say a thought or to I don't know process what somebody may have said to you or you know it could be anything but like just sitting still or holding your tongue could be an uncomfortable place to be in and I kind of find it I guess I understand why most would choose to you know go for what's comfortable what 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 you're familiar with what you know um like the ending how it's gonna pan out like i, I get why we choose those things but it's like how does it benefit you now i know sometimes i guess for those especially if you say well i know the ending before i start this thing like you know you know what you're gonna get out of it and yet to you that's enough but you know some of those things aren't in line with say what you may want um for your life you know long like down the road you know there might be um some places where you're like well this satisfies a need at the moment and so i'll get this because it's quick and it's this and it's that and it's like instead of uh, choosing the uncomfortable thing, uh, the uh, the thing that's uncomfortable, we'll gravitate towards that and the easy and what we're familiar with and what we know, um, you know, what we're gonna get from it. We'll gravitate to those things a lot faster, and it's just it just sometimes feels a need temporarily. Now, I guess starting with this, it's like. You may say, well, what's so wrong with getting this out of the way and taking care of satisfying a need at the moment and me maybe making better decisions in the future? I'll tell you the one, I think, my perception, one main reason why we shouldn't, you know, the bad, I guess the bad that comes from it, the one reason why we probably should deviate from comforts is habits are formed what you do in the temporary becomes habitual in your future what am i saying i'm saying what you do now to satisfy a need becomes the thing you do the rest maybe most if not the rest of your life so if you're say someone who um you know smoke cigarettes or you picked up cigarettes because a friend did it or a girlfriend boyfriend did it 
and you're like, I don't want to smoke cigarettes forever, but you go out and you buy a pack and you're like, I'm just going to satisfy this need now because it's a quick fix. I'll be good. I love the outcome of it and I'll get out of this sometime at some point. It's like, it's the, it's like the small lie that we tell ourselves and say, I can do this now and I'll have enough strength to get out of this later. But I want to say it this way. The things that we open, I say open the door a lot, y'all. I say, I just don't, I don't know why, but it's just what I say. It's my reference. But we open the door to the little things that we will call temporary, right? And those things take root in our lives and become permanent residence. And then we see how it starts to self-destruct internally in our house. And we're like, clean up, do this, do that, or get out. And now we're not strong enough because we still look for the quick fix. So the bad thing about it is that we'll do a temporary thing that will become habit later. And habits are hard to break. Everybody that hears this can, can attest to it. They're hard to break. And it's like, why do we do it in the first place? You know, some of us will say, I don't have enough time. Katie, I said, I don't have enough. I don't have enough time in my day. I'm so busy. Or if I do this, I don't get enough sleep. Or, you know, there's always something going on. Or there's something more important than that. Or, you know, we make, we make up some of the most craziest excuses when it comes to why we do what we do. But they are excuses because at the end of the day, if I say to somebody, hey, don't eat this because it's bad for your health, right? And they're like, well, I get it and I want to eat right, but, you know, I'm going to get this pizza because I've been wanting one and it's my birthday pass or, you know, I'm just trying to celebrate me and I just wanted to get this pizza and it's the last time and, you know, this stuff, whatever. It's like, no big deal. And then you'll eat that and it's like you allow that, that flavor and that taste to override and take you to a place of laziness. Let's just keep it real. This food makes you not want to do nothing. Nothing. And um, we allow it into our, our, our lives for the moment and we never give a second thought to what we said we were going to do originally. And those are just the little lies we tell ourselves and they take root. They become the very thing that the essence of who you are in a sense of we allow this thing to dictate what we do. Man, I, I know I can say and confess because I know a lot of people. I don't mind confessing this. Um, I know a lot of people that might don't have don't have the stomach to say this. But I know for those when it comes to food, right? I know that the food will talk to you I, in the sense of. Telling you what you should go eat in the moment versus what what you never think to eat. I know it. I know it. I've had that voice say the same thing, man. I like I got some cash in my pocket today, and then I heard a voice, "Go get it. Go get this one thing." And and it was almost quick to like infiltrate my mind in the sense of I almost I won't think again. I, or I won't think twice about it. I'll just go get it. And be content with it. I'm like, wow. And I witnessed how it took root. And then I sat there and I was, I'm, I'm in a better place. So I'm strong enough to have that happen. And I almost give in to what it said I should get. And I stopped and I thought about it. And I was like, wow. 
I mean, this thing was immediate to tell me what I should do or what I just got. And I sat there and I thought about it. I was like, man, I just, I just had that, though. I, why am I going to go buy more? And it's like feeding the addiction of, of, of the things I allowed inside of me. I allowed inside of me. And so I want to talk about the things that are uncomfortable because... I want I want to bring um, a revelation. This might not hit for some people, but I believe a lot of us, whether you're re ready to admit it or not, deal with this on some level. But there are so <laughs> there are so many things that you can say that you're weak to. Right? There are things, those temporary things that I'm talking about right now. I'm saying you're weak to because you don't have the control to say no to or stop because you've allowed it in. It has taken root and now you are addicted to whatever it is. Okay. Now, I'm going to confess. Here we go because I don't mind. I'm a, I, I'm a, I can say that I'm addicted to hot dogs. I'm so addicted to hot dogs and I tell my lady that sometimes I'll just be in my walk of life. And my mind would conjure the smell for me to like get the idea. Oh, you, you should have hot dog. I can smell what the finished product tastes like. I can smell it. Most of your taste is smell anyway. And it just brings back the desire of eat more hot dogs. I get that uh, sometimes with pizza. I get that sometimes. <laughs> Was this one breakfast burrito? I'm just stuck on, but every I swear every time I eat it, it's like a regret, an immediate regret of this was so good, I shouldn't have it anymore. Like it was one of those if you eat the burrito and you have plans for your day, you can forget it because you're not going to do anything. It's the whole day is done. Um, I'm addicted, I'm addicted to those things. I can admit it because I want different, I don't, I don't want to fall. And stay in a place where I can't have discipline in my life to say no and me no. Right? So sometimes I give in to these weaknesses. And I, I call them weaknesses. I tell I even tell my daughters. I said, you know, y'all bring me grace and stuff. I said, congratulations on the wins. The things that y'all got right. And the hundreds and the 80s and the 90s. But let's focus. Let's work on what you're weak on. Because that will make you stronger. Work on what you're weak on, right? So you have to work, you have to put some sort of plan in action to say no more and overcome some of these things that are weaknesses in your life and that are addicting to you in your life. For some people, it's food. For some people, it's cell phones. Oh my God, cell phones. For some people, it's TV. For some people, it's gaming. For some people, it's sex. For some people... Um, it's, it's, let me say it this way. <laughs> For some people, it's staying away from your family. It's, it's not coming home when, when you should. It's, you're, you're addicted to whatever else you give your time to. You, like, you name it. You can be addicted to so many things. Those things you think, oh, well, I'm doing this to better me. Well, some of that is, a, there's a root cause and you won't admit that. But I'm saying those are areas that make you weak. Why? Because it leaves you vulnerable in some way, even if you don't see it. Even if you don't see it. You know? 
I learned something about physical fitness, man, and it was quite, it was mind blowing. But they were saying, um, especially the triathlete runners, like when you do all these triathlons and these marathons and all these running events, because I used to love those, believe it or not. I used to do, I used to do them, especially in Charlotte, and we'll run the whole thing, no problem. I had a ball. But I learned that if you overexert yourself in running, you can tear little valves off of your heart, which will make your heart stop working and kill you. Um, this, is, I think, happened to a soccer player once upon a time um, who just overexerted himself and he was the heart rate wasn't able to come back down and he tore valves off of his heart and it stopped working and he collapsed. Collapsed and died. Now... You might say, well, that's not really what you're talking about, but not, not necessarily. There's some people that give so much time to some of something like that, like events like that, and they do every last one of them throughout the year. They do it year in, year out, and they give so much of this time. They train for it, and all they do is run. But then there's you leave yourself vulnerable in the sense of you're not really focused on, per se, your health. Or, or what that means, because if you are, you have the knowledge of this. And you and you learn that you need to start taking it easy and not necessarily going so hard. Everyone thinks, oh, I'm going to go so hard, no one will out, outwork me. They, there are, this ain't just the first, I know I spoke, sorry. There, are, <laughs> there is, um, you got the person, like I told you about, that uh, play soccer, he collapsed. But there are so many people out there talking about, I'm going to go the hardest. I've even heard some individuals say that, oh, you know, I'm not going to get to heaven. And they'd be like, oh, you could have been this, you could have been that, you could have been this, you could have been that. But you didn't do that. You sat on the couch and you watched TV, you became fat, you did nothing with your life. And they wanted to say that their works equ like equated to why they're in heaven. And they wanted them to be proud or God to be proud at what they accomplished here on earth. Because they didn't want to have regret of, I could have been so much more than what I was. And biblically, we know that that is not how this works. I mean, if we're, if we're going to believe in God, then you need some sort of premise of what that looks like. And I understand, we can go on, I know people argue this, but it's like, get full understanding, don't have partial understanding and disagree. Just, I'm saying, in the sense of, it's not about your works. Um, C.T. Fletcher, my brother used, I mean, I guess still maybe, loved C.T. Fletcher. If you don't know C.T. Fletcher, you can check him out on YouTube. Bodybuilder, went hard, did more than most, built the name for himself, building muscles, you name it. Uh, tough, legitimate tough guy. We'll get into fights and people couldn't take him. Way too big, way too strong, you can't stop him. Well, he's done so much, his health is now in danger and he, it's, it's breaking him down. It's breaking him down. He needs help to go to the bathroom to stand up. And it's like, I'm going to ask you a question. What what person you know is talking about C.T. Fletcher right now? Have you even heard the name C.T. Fletcher before I just said it? So who's care, who cares about the accolades and the things that he accomplished? Who? If you're not talking about him, who cares about him? Now I say that in the sense of some of y'all are addicted to the bag. That's like the new thing. Oh. Let's go get this money. Go get the bag. Again, I say you make yourself vulnerable in ways you may not understand. And if you're not working on what you're weak on, 
well, you leave yourself vulnerable. So it's not about following the trends of everyone because this person accomplished what I want by going hard. They even got songs. E-40 made that song, go hard or go home, go hard. Like, if you go hard and all you do is go hard, it's what you let in. It's about what you let in. That becomes your life. That becomes habit. That becomes some people that say they call it, that's law. That becomes law. You're right. And that's all you do. And it leaves you vulnerable to other things that might have been more important than what you're doing. So, I'm saying in the sense of if you don't really realize what you're addicted to, I strongly suggest that maybe you take inventory of your life and the things that you do with your life and your time because you may be leaving yourself vulnerable. You know? So I say put yourself in more of a place where it's uncomfortable because there's benefits in the uncomfort of putting yourself or changing the pace of I'm going to go what's, what's convenient and safe. Put yourself in a place where it might be uncomfortable for you. Because that also, you might see something magical happen. You might see something come out of you you never expected. How many times have you heard, and I know people can attest to this, you've heard of individuals who say, I don't like public speaking. And they do it, you know, so much now that they are like, you know, doing this day in and day out. That's It's like their full-time, you know, way of life. And it's like, now it becomes who they are. It becomes who they are, what they do. Um, uncomforts. Some people don't like confrontation, Right? Some people avoid it, internalize a lot of how you feel. What happens when you do that? You break down yourself. I had a person say to me today, I don't like confrontation. I internalize how I feel, and that's why I'm sick all the time. It blew my mind that she knew that holding all of this in made you sick because you just wouldn't speak up. And say what's on your heart or your mind. And this, I feel like so much of this world is trying to silence individuals of speaking your mind or making you afraid that you may say the wrong thing and they might take all you have. Man, I'm going to say it like this. All you have may just be material things. Yes, you worked hard to acquire these things, but you can acquire them again. That shouldn't be a threat. As long as you got your family... And the support of that, and if you don't have that, listen, let's go back to the root of where this all started, okay? Let's take care of the problems. Work on what you're weak on, because it ain't all somebody else's fault. I know you might say that. I know you might say that, but it is not one way when it comes to mo more, more than one person. It is, it is all around. Everybody has their problems. Go to the root. But you need your support system. You need your support system. And so... You, you, you have to speak up. Don't let people run over you. Don't let people say whatever they want to you and you just take it. It's not about being a tough guy or a tough individual. It's about 
speaking your mind. That used to be a thing in the, in, in the past. And I say that in the past, but it should be the thing of, of the world. And it should be a it's freedom of speech for a reason. Speak your mind. You say something about my outfit. I have the, the right to say something back to you about how you might have made me feel or make you stop. <laughs> like, make you uh, have, I don't know, a little bit more respect when you speak to people. And if you can do all that verbally, I'm not saying put hands on somebody. I'm saying you can do that verbally. So, you know, you got to put yourself in these uncomforts. There's, there's some freedoms in that, and it allows you to not only live your life and allow you to vent on some things that you don't have to hold in anymore, but it also makes you stronger. Because this is something that you might need to do for yourself, but along, along down the road, you might have to do this for somebody else. If you can't stand up for yourself and you have kids, are you going to stand up for your kids? And why go harder for your kids than you do you? Do you not matter? Because I think you do. I think you do. You know? Uncomforts. Everybody likes hot water. When I, I say that in the sense of you wash your hands in hot water. You take baths in hot water. You shower in hot water. But have you heard of some of the benefits of cold water? Ice water? Not just drinking it. Not just drinking it. You, There are so many benefits. Think about it. Athletes take full-on ice baths. Full-body ice baths. Why? Because it corrects so many injuries and pains and aches in the body. They, they also say that uh, ice water and ice baths almost give you the same uh, internal feeling of if you smoke crack cocaine. Have you ever heard, if you, if you know about the drug, and you're familiar with people that might have been on the drug, especially if you're from the hood, you've always heard things said like, you don't want to fight a crackhead. Oh, why not? Because crackhead will take on five people and take every last one of y'all hits and I feel them. And come out of that and will win the fight. Crackheads can run faster than uh, the average person. You're not going to catch no crackhead. You know, those things, it's like, it's not that it's untrue or the drug makes them superhuman. But I'm saying ice water does the same thing if you ice bath. That's how athletes get out, get out there and they run on bad ankles, <laughs> hurt up knees, sciatic nerve problems. They get out there and they run. They take hits day in and day out. And it's like they don't even, you you might see them, and it's like they don't even feel it. And I'm not just saying ice bath works because I've seen athletes do it. I'm saying I have a, a pretty bum ankle. I used to play basketball myself, and I wasn't too shabby. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't too bad. You know, I used to be a three-point man, though. I used to make people mad. I used to win competitions. Y'all don't even know. I don't even know. I made somebody mad so, I mean, mad so bad, but it was ready to fight just because I was shooting every every shot. Whatever. I used to shoot a lot, but I would land on my ankle the wrong way and I would twist it. And it, I've done it so much now and my arches have fallen that I have a bad ankle because of it. And so um, I learned about ice bathing and I started ice bathing my ankle. And I'm telling you that I can walk on this pain like it ain't, it don't even exist. It's like you don't even feel it. The more I do it, the better it feels.
the better it feels. You can also put uh, ice cube, take ice cubes and run it on, on your face. It actually tightens up the skin a little bit. If y'all got premature wrinkles, um, ice cubes will help on your face. I'm going to look this up real quick. I want to see what else that I can say real quick about icing or ice bathing or ice water. Let's see. Benefits of ice bath. Alright, benefits. This is just a list. I googled it. You can do the same thing if you want to check this out. Um, some of the benefits of ice bathing. Reduce inflammation and swelling. Uh, when you take an ice bath or a cold temperature narrows the blood vessels, right? Uh, it relieves sore muscles, like I told you about the athletes. Aids exercise recovery. So if you're working out or you want to start working out, ice bath will help you. Lowers core body temperature. Very important. If your body temperature gets too hot, you can seize. Uh, supports immunity. Improves mental health. You're going to sit here and tell me most people around the world aren't dealing with mental health issues? you telling me all you got to do is sit in the ice bath and correct some of that stuff? Benefits. Let me tell you about, uh, let's see, ice on the face. I mentioned that a second ago. Eliminates puffiness, especially around the eyes. Reduces oils, uh, oilness in the skin. Um, eases acne, soothes sunburn. I don't know if you knew that. Reduces swelling and inflammation, including rashes and insect bites. Reduce signs of aging, such as wrinkles. Ladies, boost the skin's healthier glow. With just taking an ice cube and roll, like running it all over your face. Those are just some of the benefits. Um, same thing with your lips. You can run ice over your lips to reduce puffiness and constrict blood vessels and reduce that inflammation as well. So that's just some of the benefits of what I was talking about when it comes to ice bathing or using ice methods. These are things that are uncomfortable, right? You're not gonna get into a shower and just turn on cold water. Who does that? Who does that? You want what's comfortable. You wanna be comfortable, but we have to come out of a comfort zone if you want different, if you want change. If you want to see the benefits of it, you already know the benefits of comfort. We do it all the time. You're doing it right now. <laughs> You're doing it right now. So I'm saying like, come out of that for a moment and see some of the benefits of being uncomfortable. Doing, think, you can sit there and think about. What are some of the things that I can do that are uncomfortable to me right now? You'll, you'll probably fill up the page. You'll probably fill up the page. You know, some of y'all are content creators, man. I'm waiting on you. And you won't go shoot a video around people because you see them watching you. Or you feel like they're watching you. Or you might embarrass yourself. Uncomfortable situation. I got to wait till they're all gone and I'll try it then. No. No, put yourself in an uncomfortable place. Somebody is waiting on, excuse me, I apologize. Somebody is waiting on you right now. They're waiting on those videos. I mean, they're sitting there. I'm serious, man. I know that I, there are a few people. I'm like, man, I wish they make another. I wish they do another song. I wish they, you know, make this other movie. I wish this one person may come back on with some motivation. Or I, If I'm one, I know there's many more. 
There's many more. So put yourself in the uncomfortable places, man. There's benefits in the uncomfort. I'm saying, like, it is easy for you to walk throughout your day and find comforts of, I'm going to sit this way. I'm going to dress this way to be warm. I'm going to wear these clothes because they fit just right or <clears throat> all these things. You, you say certain things a certain way on social media because you don't want certain people to, uh, to comment incorrectly or misunderstand you. And it's, and it's like all of these little things hold you back from really being who you are. And it's all because you let the temporary inside and take root and now dictate what you will and won't do. From fear to uh, habits, you name it. You that's, That is your walk of life. And those things run you. I'm saying you let these things in and they run you. You are to control who you are. You get to decide who you will be. So why do we listen to the voices of the things we let in that were t supposed to be temporary? You will let somebody as a boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or, or not husband or wife. But like you might you might have these people come into your life and you say this is temporary. I, I'm saying this to me. You, you might say that like, oh, I might not tell my partner this is this person, but they're temporary. And you let them in. And then it becomes you find little things that you can't let go of. And now this temporary situation, even though if you're breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, you know, you won't let it go because you've let them in the door. Those are some of like what they call the toxic relationships. And they're always there. And, you, you know, you still you always leave little footholds of you to be able to come back. Always, always. And you always say to yourself when you're not around that person, I want better for me. I want better for my life. I want better for my kids. I don't see myself doing this forever. But these are the things that you allow to take root into your life. And I'm saying, yes, those things may be present in your life. But right now, you can change that and put yourself in uncomfortable shoes. Don't even, if you're with somebody and it's like, oh, I need them for the money. I want you to put yourself in uncomfortable shoes. Come out of that. I don't want to invest because... This money is for bills, and if I invest and I don't get anything for my return, then I'm going to be screwed on this bill. Those bills will always be there. If you don't take, every investment is a risk investment. So if you don't take risk investments, you get nothing in return. And returns aren't immediate when you risk invest. They take time. You have to work it out. But I know for people that want to invest, right, you have Invested in things that don't do nothing for you. And you might have took bill money to do that. And you found a way. You persevered. You paid the bill. Light's still on. You still got. You still live where you live. You still got your car. I'm just saying like. Put yourself in uncomfortable shoes. Some of you socially. Um, may not be able to speak to people. If you want to talk to somebody, make friends or meet somebody, start dating and you see people, you know, you're like, oh man, you feel some type of way and you won't even speak up because it's comfortable just thinking about it. I'm saying put yourself in uncomfortable shoes. The worst thing that they can say is no. And I understand how bad a no can hurt. I understand it.
I've been there. A lot of us have been there. But you can get over it. Those things that make you, it break you down and causes pain, even if it's in the heart. Those things make you stronger. Jamie Foxx said this one time, like, uh, in a comedy, he was like, uh, you know, I, you know, I want to, I wait till after the comedy show and I walk into a girl, hey, you, you, uh, you want to have sex tonight? And most of them, like, Jamie Foxx, and they'd be like, no, no, I'm sorry, no, I don't do that, no. And he'll keep saying it, he's like, I just keep asking until I get one, because I know I'm going to get one. So that man goes, knowing who he is, goes out, does that, or used to do that, probably don't do that anymore, but like, will ask him until he gets a yes, because he expects that most of them will say no, but he doesn't allow that to deter him from trying again. I understand that's about sex, but I'm just saying, like, don't let it stop you. Don't let a no stop you. Try again. There's other people. And, and nine times out of ten, when you show interest, that might have just been that initial, i got to protect myself, I'm going to tell you no. And then they're going to watch you because now they know you have interest. So you don't know if the no really is a no. It might have just been a defense mechanism. A lot of females have them. Call it what it is. But put your think so much more than what you might think inside of trying trying to put yourself in uncomfortable shoes you know uh some of you won't you know you go to bed at a certain time you're like i gotta get my sleep and you won't stay up to do the extra thing like that whatever puts you on time leaving outside the door it's like if you gotta pack your lunch or if you have something to clean or you ain't got your clothes together or you ain't washed them don't wait till the morning and always be late. I'm, I'm, I'm bad about it. But put yourself in the uncomfortable place of staying up a little bit longer and getting those things done. Don't make excuses. Like, how many can say that they've spent from birthday to birthday one whole year in comfort and never came out of a place and put yourself in a place of, of being uncomfortable? How many of y'all can say that? Most all of you. At some one of the ages. One of them. A lot of your 20s might. Could attest to that. You might have just stayed in your comfort zone. But it's. it's Y'all it's your life. No one. No one. No one. No one's voice. Should have that much power. No one that you allow into your life or things you let inside your life that don't have a voice that speak to you internally like i told you about food should have that much power over you because you should have the freedom to think and i'm saying a lot of these things are infiltrating your mind it's 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 the mind so i'm gonna leave you with this i put this in my song yo I put it in a song of ours. It's already, it's been out forever. And I only, I tell people, I make music so that you can hear the lyrics. I hope, because some people listen more music, so you, you go through music to try to talk to them. And if some people I can just talk to, some people don't want to hear what you got to say, though. So you got to be, you know, you want to talk to people and you want to educate them if they don't know certain things or they're doing certain things. And it's like, why? You question why. But I put this in the song, man, and I'm like, it's important. It's important you hear. I, I did this on my brother. It's called Say What You Say. You say what you say. Um, 
But I said it in the sense of, you know, I want to say what God say. There's so much that I'll say to certain people, and they're like, what? they say, wow, Nate, you know, I, I grew up with you, man. Where did all this come from? And I'm telling y'all, my eyes were open. They were open, and now I see different, and I give thanks to only one. My God, right? And I wrote this song. I made the beat to it. I'm so proud of it. I love it. I love listening to it. I've had other people who aren't Christian love listening to it. It goes with something like this. And I'm going to play this song because I want y'all to hear it. So I please, I hope y'all check it out. Not for the sake of stream. I just want y'all to hear what I got to say. I am the flame. We are the fire. Turn this thing up so we rise even higher. Building kingdoms. Start the empire. Because there's something more that we need to acquire. It's in the mind. But you don't know it. Given to you from birth, but in time was stolen. And now to use it so that they control it. It rests in their hands. But you can't let them hold it. Because while you do, while they do, you live a lie. Posting up counterfeits and fake facades. Showing you precisely how you're dying inside. While resupplying ingredients that they combine. See what they do? They'll burn the bridge. Having you surviving off of odds and ends. Then the danger comes. Because you're vulnerable. There's no way to win. They're killing kids. Creating all this sin. This is KDS with the Coco Show Podcast. Put yourself in some uncomfortable places this week. Try something new. Push yourself. Come out of the fear. This is your life. Let nobody tell you different.